Hello, everyone. Hope you all are doing well. Welcome, guests, friends, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lit in the Lord. I'm your host here, Litney, and I'm super excited that you've decided to click the play button to listen to this podcast. It's such a joy to be able to share with many who have tuned in just messages of encouragement, inspiration, thoughts and reflections, testimonies, prayers, just a number of words of and messages that do provide encouragement and motivation, inspiration to those who decide to listen. And I am excited because just this week, it's been a it's been one of those weeks uh, this past week. It's been one of those weeks where you have some highs and you have some lows. But looking back, the highs definitely outweigh all the lows or all the, the turbulent areas. And it wasn't anything that was, oh, my, I can't get through this. It was just, you know, becoming more confident to know that no matter what uh adversity may come up against you or what task that may may appear to be uh, bigger than what you feel like you have the capacity to perform or to do. Just trusting and knowing that when God is with you, that everything else doesn't even matter because God is with us. We have everything we need. So that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to take us to the basketball court. So uh, you can put on your favorite team jersey if you are a basketball fan. If you're new to basketball, it's okay. I um, won't hold that against you. I personally, I began playing basketball when I was in elementary school. And I would play a lot of times with my cousins and friends up until about fifth grade. And then we got a girls basketball team. So I was able to to play on as a sixth grader on a girls basketball team and I end up quitting cheerleading to play basketball yes that was me but it was so um very fun for me I uh, love shooting the ball love playing defense and a lot of my teammates we always kind of got along and everything was really just very fun for me I just enjoy shooting I got to play the two position for those who are not familiar with basketball, I got to play the shooting guard position. So I just felt like, hey, this is my element. I can just learn. I didn't think I was all of that. I knew I could definitely work on my handles. Uh, and that's pertaining to the way you dribble the ball or, you know, how to cross people and things like that. But I didn't let that stop me from just being a part and be, playing in the game. And so as I was going through um, and reflecting on my week, I just thought about, you know, how important it is to have the right teammates on your team and to have the right people on your team. And as I even uh, just now realized that we just uh, finished up in the United States, just finished up the USA finals, 2020 finals, and the Lakers did win this year. So congrats to them. But this is um, not focused so much on their players, but it is very important for us to look at this um, in a natural light, but also compare it to the word of God and see how God, when he's on our team, how we become victorious. 
So I thought about players such as, um, if I call these names, these names are known internationally. So you have Michael Jordan, you have Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. So these players are phenomenal players. They show so much athleticism. They've shown sportsmanship. They have been game changers in their own right. And when you go back and watch film for, for the games that they play, you can see not only the impact that they have uh, within playing their own game, but the impact they have on helping others rise to become the best players and to uh, win championship games, win titles. Um, I realized when I was about mm, maybe like middle school, sixth grade, Back, yeah, elementary school, middle school, when I would play with my cousins, we would play video games and we played the uh, basketball games on the video games. And certain games will let you choose your players and you get to choose based upon their stats, based upon their record. You'll look and you'll say, oh, yeah, I'm going to switch uh, this player on this team. I want to put him on my team. Like if if this player played for the Chicago Bulls, you're like, oh, no, I can switch him and put him on the Lakers team. And so you have this dynamic uh, group of people on a team. And you've decided based upon their record, based upon how many points they've scored, based upon their defense, based upon their offensive skills, uh, how how much uh, they perform. Because even in the video game, the goal is to win. The goal is to prove who's the best, who can show that they have the most athleticism and have the ability to compete and to win. And when thinking about all of those things and reflecting back on my childhood and looking at the current uh, NBA finals and looking at the intensity, how the intensity of the game makes the players arise to that occasion to uh, engage and how more seasoned players have to continue to rehearse and to coach into the younger players, the possibility of winning the that the aim and that the goal and even maybe not even so much the season to the younger players, but just those who express more athleticism and to those who may seem to be needing that extra push to say, hey, we can do this. Our team, we're able to win the championship. We're able to win the game. We're able to show our fans, make everybody proud. But what I got excited about as I was thinking about all of these things was that what happens when God is on your team, when God is on our side, when everyone shows up for this, not a game of life, but when we show up for life and we put our feet on the court of life and we show up. And sometimes when we show up to life, it can feel like, I I don't know if I can do this or I can do this, but I don't know if I can do that extra thing that I need to get done. That little sense of inadequacy or even that little bit of doubt or fear or whatever your it is that makes you say, I wish I had this or I wish I had that person or this thing to help me get to where I need to go. But what's amazing to me is that when I look and I think about who I want on my team Every day when I wake up in life, some it's, it's a blessing to have parents. It's a blessing to have siblings and friends and colleagues and those who will cheer you on and root you on. But I want to make sure that God is on my side and that I'm on his side. 
So when I get up in the morning and when I go throughout my day, I'm like, hey, Jesus, the Lord, he's with me today. And when he's with me, I get excited because the Bible says that there is he is more than be with us than that be against us. And so my stats and my records may not prove that I'm the best player on the team of life. Maybe I failed at some things. Maybe I haven't been the best at in this area or that area. But when I look at God's record and I look at his testimony, I'm like, I have to have him on my team. I want him in my life. I want him in my day. I want him in my mindset. I want him in my podcast. I want him in every aspect of my life because I want to win. I want to succeed and have good success in the Lord. And so you're like, okay, Lenny, well, how does this tie back to the word of God? As I do often um, like to tie back my experiences, my reflections back to God's word, because there's life in the word. If you haven't tried it, this is your week. Come on. Um, So we're going to go to let's go to second Kings chapter six. And I want to start reading at verse eight. And it says, uh, I want us to look at this as if it's. Uh, intense competition. So let's look at this. You have the Syrians and then you have um, Elisha and his servant. So here we are. It says, then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants saying, in such and such a place shall be my camp. And the man of God went unto the king of Israel saying, beware that thou pass not such a such a place for thither the Syrians are come down and the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him and warned him of and saved himself there not once nor twice therefore the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing and he called his servants and said unto them will ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel so just to help us better understand what's happening. The king of Syria is warring against Israel, but every time he goes out against Israel, it seems like they already know that he's going to come. You know, if they saying we're going to attack them on the hills, Israel already knows, okay, he's going to be on the hill. So let's move our camp. And then they say, oh, he's going to be in the valley. Then they're like, okay, well, let's go to the valley. But Israel has already moved because the prophet Elisha is continuing to give them insight. So, This is um, frustrating the king of Syria. And so now the king of Syria says, "Um, will ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, none, my Lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. And he said, go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed the city. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? So now the king of Syria has gotten really upset. And he's like, find out where this Elisha is. Because I'm tired of him figuring out the game plan, figuring out the war strategy. Find out where this Elisha is. Because if we can take him out, then we can defeat the Israelites. And so 
what we what I just read out of the King James Version, um, Second Kings chapter six, is how now there's a host of chariots and horses round about Elisha um, dwelling in and uh, in, in about uh, his servants. So they're they're in the house and the the servants looking out and he's like. You know, he's like, oh, you know, wow, there's all these chariots like the big guys have showed up. The, the This is just too much. What what are we going to do? What's the game plan? Like and Elijah in verse um, t- in verse 16, he says, and he answered, fear not for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee. Open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. So this is just amazing. And it goes back to knowing that if God is for us, he's more than they that be against us. The young servant of Elisha. He did not, he could not see. He was blinded. He was not sure how he was going to face the task in his life. He had experienced some inadequacy in his own, uh, he felt inadequate. He felt, uh, you know, that, hey, we are at the end. There's no hope for us to win in this situation. But it took someone experienced. It took someone with faith in God, with trust in God to say, No, like fear not. And I want to rehearse those words to you wherever you are. Fear not because there are more that be with us than that be against us because God is on our side. He's already assigned angels. The Bible talks about that. It was uh, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And in Psalm 20 verses 7 it says some trust in chariots and some in horses but we will remember the name of the Lord our God so as last week we talked about light for sight this week is sight for light let's turn our eyes to see Jesus let's turn our eyes to choose him and say Lord be on my team today be on my side today grant me your favor grant me your presence that I may win in in this uh, place called life it may be challenging at times but because you're with me I know that whatever I'm facing when you show up on my court, when you show up in my life, in my family, in my situation, in my marriage, in my business, in my ministry, in whatever it could be. God, when you show up, I'm victorious. I don't have to be afraid. I can be courageous. And with God on our side, we will win. So I pray that God will open your eyes to see his glory, to see the light, to see the truth that you are not alone, that his record is true, that he's won every battle. He's never lost a battle. We always win in him. God bless you and keep you as my prayer. And until next time, stay lit in the Lord.